This is a K-Popcast, and this week we're talking about everything twice, getting a deep dive into their latest comeback. But first, we're going to recap the latest hot issues and give you guys some hit replays for the week. So hot issues are things that spark our interest this week, and hit replays are songs that we recommend you check out. I'm your PD and Michaela. Hello, everybody. Hey, I'm your host, Stephanie. And we have two really special guests on the show to talk about twice. We want to welcome back Mia B. How's it going? Hello. Hi, I'm Mia B. It's so great to be back. Uh, I've been looking forward to being on this podcast all week. And I'm glad to be discussing K-pop with these wonderful people. Yay. And how should we introduce you? Like, what do you got going on? What are you? What are you doing? What am I? <laughs> yeah. I'm the occasional K-pop cast guest. And right now I am working on my master's, but I'm graduating soon and I'll be teaching French immersion. Ooh, nice. Preemptive congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And then last but not least, we have the man, the myth, the legend, DJ John in the house. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me again. Um, I'm psyched to be able to uh, be part of this because you guys are talking about twice and I'm a big once. So thank you so much. Woo. Always a pleasure to have you. So before we dive in, everyone listening, don't forget to join the K-pop cast listener fam on Slack. Link to the space in the episode description. All right. So let's get started with our hit replays for this week. what is your hit replay well i'll just come out and say it i was hoping this week we would review kai's new album but <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> but you know i'm good with the twice selection i'm just gonna use my hit replay personally to rave about kai's title track rover stop eating and body mr rover about my man Kai. He's been in the biz for 11 years. So while he's pretty young, he's an OG. He's a professional. This is his third mini album. And just like my boy on the reactions, Desi March says, Kai is three for three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rover is reggaeton inspired. So he's bringing that Latin global vibe back to K-pop. And he's just like, stomping on the ground killing it with these hard-hitting moves and then the costuming can we just like take a moment like ajuma glasses and scarf around the head (laughs) and then like totally shirtless underneath like i don't even know what's happening but it's unforgettable any other thoughts about rover like which is the absolute like k-pop nonsense lyrics (laughs) (laughs) Well, for one, it's technically a, a cover of an original song that was all in English. I believe it was originally True. by a, a Danish artist named Dara. Yep, yep. Fun facts. 
Mm-hmm. And I love that they kind of like, if you look at her music video, her music video is kind of crazy chaotic as far as fashion. So I wonder if they got any inspiration for kind of this, the interesting styles that he's doing in this, this music video. And as far as the, the song itself, it's like, like you said, he's three for three. But it's definitely different from his past two title tracks. They're mm-hmm. more, you know, mmm and uh, peaches. There's, or there's kind of more chill, like slow body rolls. This one's like a nice fast twerk. This one has right. one slow body roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you got to have one if it's Kai. Mm-hmm. And that's that's usually the kind of energy that we saw on his B-sides of his last few albums. So it's nice to see him like bring that that hype into his title track for this one. And the B-sides have some of that. Like slower R and B flavor. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Everybody check out the whole mini album. Sliding is slow and sumptuous. What is it? Say you love me is like even more. Oh, oh okay. Don't mm-hmm. get me started. I know this is the twice episode, <laughs> so I will. I will seed the rest of my time. Seed the floor. I think the next hit replay is Mia. Yes, so my hit replay for this week is Cupid by 5050. They are a four-member girl group that debuted late last year. I think it was in November 2022. And I just discovered them this week because they released uh, their new song, Cupid, recently. every song I've heard by them. Unfortunately, they only have four songs out on Spotify right now because they are a new group. Yeah, but they're super every rookies. Song, <laughs> yeah, they really are. But like every song is a banger. And I like this song a lot. It's really funky and fun and showcases their vocals. Um, there's actually one member that sounds like Yaren Bae. Bae? Mm. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. But I really like her. And... Um, she yeah that she sounds just like her so really good vocals and i just think they're like a really cool up-and-coming group so i want to share this song with you all i really like that song too thanks for choosing it i'm glad we get to highlight it on the show yeah 50 50 has definitely been i've been you know seeing them on the timeline people definitely have a lot of good things to say about all of the music that they're coming out with so it'll be interesting to see kind of where they go for the rest of this year and see if they'll they'll win the rookie award this year who knows yeah i'm really a fan of that new disco sound it kind of reminds me of um the last from us nine comeback Mm. but john what is your hit replay for this week my hit replay for this week is pixie's karma uh, the song in particular uses really interesting harmonies to showcase their dark nature, which is what I think they kind of led with in the beginning. And it kind of reminds me of the Netflix show Wednesday. So they debuted as a six-member group in 2021, and they lost two members and gained one. I don't really know the details, so they are now a five-member group. And uh, although they've been around for a couple of years, they have grown in popularity, but slowly. 
So I don't really know how to comment on that because I don't really know too much about them. But I think that the song is very well written and produced. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I ahead. agree too. I agree too. And I really like the music video and the dance. Like the whole thing is a is a package. <laughs> yeah. I love their whole vibe, like the niche that they're carving out in the scene. Like that like dark, confident energy. Definitely. And I like I like Karma, but the thing about this one is actually it's actually Karma is similar to uh, like, you know, Shiny's Sherlock, how Sherlock was two songs in one, Clue and No. Oh, yeah. Karma yeah. is actually two songs in one. So if you look mm. on the B-sides of their, their EP, Hide and Sink and plus Flip a Coin equals Karma. And to mm. be honest, I think I like Flip a Coin a little bit better. Like in Karma, you hear the chorus and bridge from Flip a Coin mostly. But I think I like the more hip hop style of the verses that you hear in flip a coin yeah yeah all right thanks for the tip i'll go check out flip a coin (laughs) (laughs) michaela what's your what's your um hit replay yeah so i'm kicking off our twice conversation for this week with my banging b-side from the latest twice album my hit replay is twice blame it on me don't blame it on me K-pop, you know, twice. I don't think I need to really give them a like a lengthy introduction. But for the newer K-pop fans, maybe this is the first time you're clicking on this. Maybe you saw them perform on a late night show and you're oh, like, you oh, can't help are, yourself, can you? Who are these twice people? <laughs> well, twice is a nine member group under JYP Entertainment. They debuted in 2015 after competing on the survival program 16 and they are the basically the top girl group in the world right now. Maybe <gasps> only second to black pink. Fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, but the specifically getting back to the song, Blame It On Me kind of sets itself apart on the, the latest twice comeback because it's definitely this more rock sound, like this like anthem mm-hmm. sound that you don't really get a lot from twice even in their b-sides yeah i mean maybe mm-hmm. you could like compare this to a uh, cactus which has a little bit more of a band sound but mm-hmm. it's really cool to hear especially in the vocal side like jihyo and jonghyun like almost like belts and get this like this 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 energy in their vocals that i have not really used to hearing so i i need for the tour, them to have a live band just for this song. Because <laughs> I feel like that's the only way you can really do it justice with the, right. the vibe that they're, they're bringing on this. Yeah. Do you think that's going to happen? <laughs> I hope so. I really hope mm. so. I mean, they I did it so. for, for Stray Kids tour last year, so maybe. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe okay, so JYP has a band on Retainer they could use. It's a good <laughs> sign. Okay. Yeah. And we plus know it's like that they're... it's available, but they have to <laughs> give it to us now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this is going to be a their first stadium tour. I mean, they, they ended their last um, arena tour with two stadium concerts and sold them out. So right. we'll see, because maybe it's bigger budget and they're going to, you know, that might be an option. Please, we need, to, we need to 
to experience the full level of this kind of like rock twice sound that we haven't really yeah. heard before. I but love I, it. If I could wrap up the section, the other reason I love this, that Dahyun wrote the lyrics of the yeah. song, hey. the message. And it's it's really kind of like a, I get there's, there's two interpretations. It could be like a, like a, a breakup anthem being like, I know you still love me, but I don't need you anymore. Or like, right. oh, I, I'm seducing you and you can't get me out of your head because I make you crazy because I'm so awesome. Like, so don't <laughs> stuck blame in my me. head. Wait, hold on. Don't, don't blame me for making you fall for me. But, but, but yes, do blame me. <laughs> you mentioned Cactus, which, um, I don't, you probably already know this, but that was a song about Jiho's cactus that she let die. <laughs> oh, right? wow. Do you know about that? And it's, it's from the cactus's perspective. So that's why it's a power ballad. Like I see oh, you coming in okay. and out of the room and you neglected me, basically, is the song. Dang. <laughs> That reminds me of our Blitzers interview. Remember, Michaela, you you had a question for the Blitzers guys about the plants that they're raising at home. And they're like, unfortunately, they passed away. Oh. Most of the, oh. the tomato's still alive. The tomato is still alive. Who knows? Maybe, maybe if we That's get to so follow funny. up with them this year. I think we, we need a documentary they're... on all of the plants being yeah. raised by <laughs> idols, supposedly. <laughs> It'll be or a kill. really sad one. Ready to talk about the album now? Yeah, so yeah. let's yeah. let's get into it. So Ooh. our our main hot issue for this week, guys, is Twice's latest comeback with the album Ready to Be. Yeah, Ready to Be is the twelfth extended play album from the girl group Twice. It's also the album that will be the the main album for their their uh, arena tour that you mentioned, John. Yeah. Uh, and the title track for this album is Set Me Free. And the second pre-release track was their English song, Moonlight Sunrise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, unfortunately, our, our favorite once, Lai Francis, could not be here for this episode to talk about twice. But uh, she did send in some audio. So we're going to play that right now first to, to kick off this this twice discussion. Hey, K-pop cast fam. I hope you guys are doing well. I'm so bummed I can't make it to this episode because, you know, I will always have some insight and thoughts and feelings and rejuvenations in regards to anything that has to do with girl groups. But with Twice's recent comeback with Ready to Be, I have to say, I was very impressed. It seems like Republic Records, JYP Entertainment, Imperial, and all of the teams that went behind this comeback pulled all of the plugs and turned all the switches on for this comeback. You saw a two-week comeback, a two-week promotion, actually, from the state side where things that should have been done, probably pre-pandemic, if the pandemic didn't happen, Happened this time around. You see, they had Kelly Clarkson. They had a pop up in LA. In New York, they had, they lit up the Empire State Building. They had Jimmy Fallon as their comeback stage, but they also ended up, they ended their comeback live 
at the Empire State Building to conclude it. And now they're promoting in Korea. Now, it seems like they're doing the go big and go home as they should because this is the first project after the news of their renewals, their contract renewals. They are breaking the seven-year curse and they're proving that girl groups such as them can still be successful and can still thrive after these issues of contract renewals and all these rumors and so on and so forth. In regards to this album in particular, I, re- I wrote up my review for Uprock saying that this album overall is channeling the more mature side of themselves and they're becoming bolder in the topics that they're talking about. Obviously, they've talked about love before, but they talked it in, talked about it in a manner where it's more of a kind of young love or puppy love type of situation, whereas ready to be dives into every complicated stage of love. And the two songs written by Dahyun, Blame It On Me and and uh, Crazy Stupid Love, there's some type of angst that comes with it when you are exploring love at, in your 20s. And that's what they're doing. And they're doing so well with it. Other than that, I think this whole comeback shows, I mean, within the color scheme, the outfits and everything, that twice is grown twice. And in this era, it is, you know, I, I can't even describe it anymore because I'm, I'm totally for this concept and for this new era of twice and what's coming to be. It's just an amazing journey to see how far they've come since 16. Also, I don't know if I was supposed to introduce myself, but hey, everyone, it's Lai. I hope you guys are doing well. Stay hydrated. <laughs> Hi, Lai. Yes, thank you, Lai. Sorry you couldn't be here. (laughs) And I got to totally agree. They they have to be the hardest working K-pop group ever in my my short Mm. experience. Since I've only been a one since the fall of 2019, I actually made a mixtape of Twice earlier that year, but I wasn't a once yet. And now I'm like fully... Like I have two light sticks and everything. I'm getting the third oh, wow. one. All that. Oh, right. Yeah, because yeah. they just released like, the, new, the new version yesterday, yeah, the new light yeah, stick. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like all aboard with that. Like they've had mm-hmm. over 15 comebacks since then. Um, plus all of the contents, YouTube, the time to twice, all of that is hilarious. The games that JYP makes them play, um, <laughs> their, their world concert tours. And so all the baby onces getting into twice right now, you don't have to worry about running out of stuff to see and hear once through the eyes and once through the ears. Oh, um, I like that. My, well, that's their, that's their motto, right? That's why it's mm. twice. So my two favorite tracks on it, um, on the album are Moonlight Sunrise, obviously, Ear Attack, Katie Daly, and Wallflower, uh, which was produced by Lost Boy, who I think he just, I think he produced the newest Tiesto record, 1035 or whatever it's called. We're mm-hmm. playing it on our station. And Kayla Parks wrote some of the lyrics. So I, I was vibing to it because it was funky, you know? Mm-hmm. We know yeah. you love the funk. Yes. <laughs> Who's your bias, by the way? Chewy. Uh, <laughs> who's who's you know, that? Fill me in. I'm probably the least to once. You. Okay. To you. To you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, like the like youngest one. Oh. Yeah, the Makane. She's the she's the tallest and yep. the youngest. Mm-hmm. Um, also the only Chinese member. And the only Chinese member, right? She's Taiwanese and she got into some <gasps> Oh, don't, bring, don't bring that back up. That's and then the they scar. Made her, no, I need I to know, scar John. Like, that makes me so, so sad. Bad. I know it made me sad because they made her read like this hostage note 
about oh. how China was a unified, you know, all this oh, stuff. And I was no. like, this yeah. was really sad. So yeah. anyway, she's lived through all of that. She's stronger yes. now. And um, her, her uh, singing ability, I think, has improved significantly. So okay. I'm happy to still have her as a bias. Mm-hmm. Cute. Nia, what are what are you feeling about this twice come back? What are your what are your feels? And also oh, who is your bias? <laughs> your feels. The feels. I get all the feels. Mm. <laughs> when you all mentioned this, like that we're gonna do this episode, I know it was so cringy, but I came up with that um what's it called? Pun and I was like, Yeah, I am ready to be there. Oh um, my gosh. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> because I am. Anytime we can talk about Twice, I'm so here for it. Um, they're my ultimate favorite group of all time. My bias is Nyan. Mm. Um, but I love all the members. And uh, my favorite song is probably Set Me Free because I'm a sucker for anything with like a kind of disco feel. Mm. And Twice just pull it off so well. Like the strings in the chorus and like all the synths and their vocals were amazing as always. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I just love the new concept too. They can literally pull off any concept. Mm-hmm. Right. Because like, like I said, they've been in the game now for almost eight years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming up on eight years in October. Which is something so. not a lot of girl groups can do. Like the not only a lot one, of girl other groups. one is like. Girls' generation, yeah, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking as the comparison. As an eight-member group, but they started out as nine, so. They did. I have a question. What do y'all think, you know, if if if, if twice we're going to complete the sentence, ready to be, ready to be what with this album? Like, uh, what, fill in the blank. In America. Ooh. <laughs> I was going to say ready to be global. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because Moonlight Sunrise is is the second title track. That's all in English. Yes. So mm-hmm. I definitely a, a specific push for the Western market with that one. And they included the English version of Ready to, uh, I mean, uh, Set, Set Me, me free, free on the and album. Set Me Free, sorry. So yeah. there, that has English lyrics as well. So mm-hmm. crazy. And in the last album too, um, they had a, quite a few. Oh, maybe not. It wasn't the last album. It was... Um, the album was Scientist, the uh, O plus yeah, yeah. E. That one, they also had a lot of English songs. Uh, yeah, like Candy. Yeah. Candy and the Icon, Iconic. Mm, yeah. 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 I just love how they give us so much. As you were saying, John, like all the content that they give us. Because I became a once, I think, in, uh, I want to say like late 2020. And oh, okay. I, what album but was I that? fell hard. Um, I don't remember which album it was, but I know the first comeback that I followed was um, Alcohol Free. Mm, oh, yeah. wow. What, a, what an intro. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It was so good. And then from then on, I was just, I was gone. All for them. Mia, mm. were you going to talk about your hot issue? Oh, uh, what is my hot issue? Let's see. <laughs> 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 Anything with twice is a hot issue. Oh, well, you know, I just agree with Lai about how um, I I love how twice is getting out there and meeting all their American fans and spending a lot of time in America promoting the new um, the new album. I love seeing them there. Billboard Women in Music event was great. They were Mm -hmm. such a hit. They Um, received the the Breakthrough Artist Award mm -hmm. at the Women in Music 2023. They did, and they also met so many other artists. I don't know if you guys have seen yeah. the the video of like um, American 
artist falling in love with twice yeah. <laughs> and um they all the american talk shows they did so well i'm just really proud of them they were chilling with SZA. yo wow they, you know yeah well, yep. were we gonna were you gonna talk about nyan yeah okay i have yeah, that what too. is this <laughs> Oh, Nyan's teeth. So you know how she's known, like one of her main like visuals is, I mean, she's beautiful in every way. Mm-hmm. She's perfect. But um, her teeth are like a very important part of her visual because mm. like her fans always say, you know, she has like the bunny teeth. Mm-hmm. And like, so her front two teeth are big, but there's such like a charming point, I think, on her face. Mm-hmm. And fans love that. But we've noticed that in this comeback, she got veneers or something and she straightened them out. So she doesn't mm. have bunny teeth anymore. Yeah. So yeah, just wanted to mention that. How do you feel about that? Honestly, at first I was like a little bit disappointed, but then I said, you know what? It's her body, like it's her face and her image and I want her to be happy. So if she's happier with her teeth like that, you know, I'm happy for her. No doubt. MC yeah. Rail. Right? You guys know about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's my question. Like, was it her decision? Was she pressured into it? Uh, no. I, I, hope it was I, doubt her decision. Yeah. I doubt it. I, I feel like, it, you know, she can call the shots at this point. At this point, mm-hmm. yeah. She's been around mm-hmm. so long. Right? Because they're, yeah. they're grown now. Like, my, yeah. my answer to your question, Stephanie, is like, what is Twice yeah. ready to be? I think they're ready to be women in K-pop. Women. I feel like they, they started out very young with very young concepts. And now mm-hmm. that they're in their eighth year, you're seeing them doing more solo work. We're seeing them branching mm. out and becoming more independent in the industry and, and doing more in the industry. And I I can't wait to see what they do in Korea and internationally. Like you said, they're, they're trying to push into the Western market. Right. But I, I do, I'm a little hesitant and and little little worried for them just because you know seeing them perform on the late show like brought back all these like horrible memories back mm. when um oh. Chide or girls generation performed mm. on was it letterman or whatever yeah, 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 a yeah, lot yeah, of the yeah. locals were like oh they're they look like robots they're like not they're or they're not natural well, that's or, just haters that's just hate because i mean um i know i'm just know. i'm very i'm very uh, yeah you're like triggered triggered yeah. by how they're going to be received through the master right. market because we've known them for you know eight years now we know yeah. all about them and how amazing they are but what the locals see when they first watch a performance i'm very curious to mm. how they're received by the general public who don't necessarily know them i think so far um everyone is you know no one's going to say and especially i think the climate has changed also politically and so, and socially culturally um, where people aren't going to say the things that they said in 20, whatever, 15, when um, SNSD, you know, Girls' Generation were on Letterman with Regis Philbin and all that. It was crazy. But I don't think. Oh, yeah, that, the Regis. <laughs> I yeah, remember. Was just, I was like, there for both, all of this. Yeah. Yeah. They were both like didn't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so like to me that it doesn't matter what anybody else says. It's like what's in the content of the show. And both of them were just mind blown by the, they didn't know what to do and stephanie remember when we were talking about mm-hmm. uh teddy riley yeah he produced that record yep exactly <laughs> i did not know that the boys but yeah mm-hmm. yeah the yeah, boys. yeah the boys yeah. the boys the boys the boys but i don't think i don't think that people are gonna try to say anything about twice they better not you know what i'm saying because yeah coming dj for john's you. coming for him yeah yeah that Mia. is that is Yo, something that yeah. is different Mia's now there gonna is roll up. 
the infrastructure oh, yeah. for fans to to come out yeah. and support their artists out here in the West is, exactly. that we didn't have before. Also, also, it's the same thing as like, you know, when BTS did like the Billboard Awards like a couple years ago mm. and there was such a crowd like reaction and it was a visceral thing in the air. It's like no one's going to, you know, it's undeniable, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you know, you're not going to go against that when when that's that's all around. So. Right. That was, that was the point that the, the host was making. Like she would just say twice and then the whole right. audience <laughs> would scream. And I think they yeah. even did like the barking at one point that she commented yeah. on, which is a little embarrassing. <laughs> I thought they were doing like dubu. Were they doing dubu or were they just going hoo, hoo, or whatever? It was probably that. <laughs> And they were just yeah. like growling or something. They always yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I'm, right. I'm right there with them. Come on. Yeah. So yeah, speaking of you know entering into the Western market, this comeback mm-hmm. was released through Republic Records, right? Yes. Um, and DJ John, mm-hmm. you wanted to share a bit more about that uh, well, initiative. Well, right? yeah, I've said this before um, on the podcast about how the American music industry really is bewildered by hip hop. I mean, uh, K-pop because it's a hip hop industry right now. That's mm-hmm. what's on top. And especially the people that I deal with, um, at Republic, even their pop side, they really don't know what to do with K-pop and they're kind of waiting for it to kind of bust at the seams, which it already is. And, um, they, they are participating in certain things, but they're not really like, number one, I haven't gotten any push from the promo side to play their records on my radio station. And I think that that's a huge, mm. they're just like dropping the ball. Dang. Same thing with Blackpink on, um, on, uh, Interscope, you know, they'll Blackpink will drop a video and it gets a hundred million views in the span of a day and a half. Yeah. And there's no radio play, no representation. Yep. Same thing with twice, same thing with NCT and, um, Monster X, all of these groups that have American counterpart labels mm. um, really are not doing too much on the promo side. And a lot of the things that drive um, the success of music is radio play, terrestrial commercial radio play. Exactly. And it's not dead yet, guys. It's still, it's, it it's still is. Not yet. And Peter, it's actually, Peter talks about this too. Like that's the game. Right? That's the game because all of the, the once's and all of like, um, fans of K-pop, whatever your fandom is, when they say, okay, we have to all stream it on Spotify, we have a schedule and all Mm. of that stuff, nothing compares to getting it played on your local terrestrial commercial radio station. If you get four or five spins on one of those, that actually dings to the record label and somebody goes, wait a second, Mm -hmm. but none of that's happening right now. So it's Mm. kind of unfortunate. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, cool. that that begs the Call question. Call your local radio station and request K-pop. Well, what? Yeah, like the the JYPs or the Hybes of the world, mm. they're shelling out millions of dollars to these American counterparts, presumably to get this done. Right? It so are they like just being fooled, or what? I think it's just a. I feel like it's just a distribution deal, and maybe just yeah. right now it's in this incubating state because I don't think the American labels really know what to do. The Mm. other thing is that um, a lot of these groups are established, so they're not hungry. Like, you know, Red Velvet ain't coming over here to go to (laughs) some podunk station in, you know, Boise, Idaho to, Mm -hmm. you know, to do a promo run. Right. You know, whereas twice, I think, understand, I think JYP understands that a little bit better, Mm -hmm. especially because of the deal that they've made with Republic. Um, So hopefully twice will come over to, 
your house. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I, I remember JYP had Wonder Girls yes. like go on the road, <laughs> right. literally on the road yeah. in the U.S., mm-hmm. showing up in all these cities. So they he showed, knows how they to showed do that. My city, my little ah, city of Fresno, with, with the Jonas Brothers when they toured. That was exactly. the first time K-pop came to to Central California. Oh, they were on the Jonas Brothers. Ah, Boom. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Okay, that gives me hope. Yes. What can happen here with Twice? So then, yeah, John, you're saying we we as fans can make a bigger impact by calling into our local Definitely. station to request the song Definitely. versus streaming. Pre- well, call into them, but then put pressure on them. So pressure. it's like, you know, if you got Once and you got um, Army, whoever, yeah. Blinks, just put pressure, get whoever the powers that are, you know, the powers that be within your fandom yep. to mobilize and make something really happen. Just put bombard your radio station with pressure because one spin makes more of a difference than like a hundred thousand streams seriously Mm. all right you heard it here first everybody (laughs) yeah that makes sense makes sense to me it's how it works it's the Mm -hmm. ecosystem yeah yeah and maybe maybe someone else is going to bring this up as well thinking about the the chances twice has to showcase their talents around the u.s and impress and everything the lip syncing issue comes oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we have That's to also talk a scar about for, for live twice. singing. It's a scar for all of K-pop, right? Yeah. Like the the live yeah. vocals are just not the first thought for the K-pop scene. Um, whereas I'll just let y'all take it from here. What are they going to do about that? What can we do about this? I don't think anything can be done. Yeah. Really. You know, okay. Jesse is the only one that really grabs the mic because she's a rapper. <laughs> she kills it. It's You know, it's live. Uh-huh. And then um, but the choreography is way too strenuous for most of the K-pop acts yeah. to actually. And even with some of these countdowns, um, you know, the countdown shows and stuff, they can't, you know, do any real vocal work because, number one, it's like they'll take the. um They'll actually do the, I think the vocal beforehand, but through right. their headset. So it mm-hmm. sounds like there's pee yep. popping like this, Yeah, but, but there's but still it's a pre-recorded vocal. Yeah. yeah. And all of the killing live stuff yeah. or whatever, that stuff is like, um, you know, auto-tuned heavily and produced heavily afterwards. Right. So anytime you see like La Seraphim or anything like that, it's like, yeah, they, it's awesome. And some of them can sing like Lee High's killing voice yeah. thing. I think it's pretty close, but even IU, it's like, you know, you can hear them live or you can hear them uh, limp sync and, or, or like, you know, get post-production and it's a, it's a stark difference, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Red Velvet, I feel like whenever they sing Mm. live, it's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Blackpink as well. It's almost the same. Yeah. 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 There are, there are exceptions, but I'm just talking about like, I guess in this case, twice who mm-hmm. I love. I'm a once and everything, oh, but yeah. it's like Jihyo is really yeah. Mike because <laughs> that's her mm-hmm. nickname. And, um, you know, uh, and Nyan, both of them have, you know, they can push through it. Uh, other members, not so much, you know, yeah. they're still okay. It's not like they're horrible or anything, but it's just like, it's not, you know, so they have yeah, to they rely. They haven't got the, the practice in or their confidence. Yeah. 
So I'm not sure if like that's something that's going to be, but I don't think it's going to be an issue because no? they hide it very well with <laughs> technology. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. Okay. Shout outs to the CCTV podcast, Chris and Chan. <laughs> they, they had this whole episode about oh, they th- this lip syncing in K-pop. <laughs> and they mentioned mm. that even in the the production of the, the layered vocal, they'll yeah. add like mic pops and sibilants mm. to make it sound even more like it's actually live when it's not. Right. Yeah. But so I love the thing that Chan said. She said, if you can hear like the crinkling of the jewelry or like some clothes or like some feet, (laughs) that's how you know it's really real. That's how you know the mic is on. Or or if they hit a sour note once, you know, like it's it's, if it's it's not perfect. Right. If it's if it's has a couple of imperfections. Yeah. Real live performances aren't perfect. Even if even if you're there, there are very, very, very few exceptions to, to that rule. All right. So thank you so much to our esteemed guests, DJ John and Mia B for uh, for joining us for a thrilling, fun discussion about the Twice album, Ready thank to you. Be. Um, <laughs> thank yeah. you for having us. And, and Lai joining us in, in spirit and, Lai, and voice. Yes, Lai in spirit uh, and yeah, voice. Yeah. You guys uh, should check out her her Up Rocks piece all about the Twice comeback. I will link in the, in the, in oh, the description yeah, of the link episode. In the description. Awesome. So before we drop, we're going to do a quick rapid fire round of our Daybok or not game. (laughs) So just like hot or not, (laughs) we're going to read a K-pop news headline and rapid fire style. Give us your first impression. Do you feel Daybok or good or do you feel like not or bad about it? So here we go. First headline. Some Luna members who won their lawsuit against Blockberry Creative have just signed with Madhouse, the label that brought us Triple S. How do we feel about that? Daybok. 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 Triple S is awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm glad that they get a new chance, a second chance. So next, the probably the biggest news in of the past couple of weeks, Hybe withdraws from its acquisition of SM Entertainment and reaches a deal with Kakao. I don't even know. No feelings. We don't know yet. I'll say I'm Daybok. Like they can, they can delete their fan account when they're like SM with Hybe. Like, no, (laughs) keep, keep, no, I don't, I don't want Hybe in my SM. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. No, this is maybe Daybok because they just maybe need to get out a little bit of their. Yeah, I feel that too. Next, Baby Monster learns that not all seven members will debut. Oh, <gasps> not that sucks, right? <laughs> How are they not. gonna learn like that's sad this late in the game? That's messed yeah. up. Yeah, I'll say not, but I feel like it's still a lie. I feel like they're gonna pull a, a streak. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's oh. like, oh, actually, you're gonna be in the group anyway. Sorry, actually, yeah, you have to do all these jumping through hoops like, survival crap, but like yeah. twice, twice with Momo. <laughs> like Momo. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, think yeah. it's, I think it's just a marketing thing to get people more interested in the uh, group. Yeah, if you haven't watched 16, everybody. Who's a baby once need to watch 16? You get okay. a lot of foundation. You gotta, you gotta. All right, that's my homework. Okay, <laughs> last two. Jimin drops his solo, Set Me Free, part two. Woo. Did you Daybok. watch it? Daybok. Yeah. So yeah, like Daybok, him. what a performance. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and then finally, Mia, why don't you read this one? Jisoo's solo debut confirmed. 
Day to the Bach, guys. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. com- we're almost there. We've almost completed the solo debut. Right? Uh, <laughs> that's yes. true. Like the royal flesh. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she is my bias, so I'm very excited about this. Awesome. I think I, she's I my bias, too. I enjoyed Snowdrop a lot. Mm. Did you see that? I mm-hmm. didn't see that because um, I didn't know how to watch it. I, th- I think it was on Disney, Disney Plus, yeah, but I didn't have Disney. that. It was oh, man. VPN only, but now it's on Disney Plus. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's one worth more it. subscription. It's, it's very wonderful. <laughs> Yay. Thanks for participating in Daybok or Not, everybody. <laughs> that brings us to the end of our episode. Wrapping up, thank you all so much again for being here. Let's take this opportunity to hear where we can find you online and, you know, anything you want to plug. Mia, let's start with you. Actually, I am not really on social media anymore. Good for because you. Because my Instagram got hacked. But oh. Yeah. oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a scarring experience. So I, I tried to get it back, but, you know, it, it just felt wrong. So I'm not on social media. Um, but... You can find me here on the podcast occasionally. And in the, the <laughs> in the Slack, Slack, right? In the Slack, yep. Slack um, at Mia B, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. Okay, John? Uh, you can find me at djjohn.com. J-O-N is how I spell my name. And um, all my social handles are uh, DJ John Maine, because I live in Portland, Maine, USA, ladies and gentlemen. All right. You can find me on Twitter at sparker 2 and I'm at Michaela J Kpop, uh, and you can follow all of us at the Kpop Cast on all the socials. And again, you can also join our Slack and talk with all of us. The links are in the description. Yes, tell us what your hit replay was on the Twice album or the Kai album. You know, we accept all of those. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you, everyone. Have a good night. Bye, thank everybody. You. Bye. Bye.